Shalom, everybody. Mazel tov to all those who have finished. Safe Yeshua. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Today's shir. First, I have to thank my wife for allowing me encouragement to give over this shir. I'd also like to dedicate this shir to my mother, whose knowledge of Nach always greatly impressed me and always encourages me to learn and to give over. Today's shir, I'd like to go over just a few more insights, a few more ideas, discussing the importance of learning the Vimeng Suvim and what messages what lessons we can take out from the lima that we're doing. Then I would like to just spend a few minutes discussing whether it's appropriate for a person to make a pseudo when he finishes a sefer in Tanakh. And then at the end of the year, I would like to just briefly discuss whether a woman should or shouldn't make a siyam when she finishes a sefer in a vimek suvim. So let's discuss, let's just first take a moment and discuss the lima that we've been doing. We have learned sefer Yeshua together. And in the beginning, we gave a hakdama. We gave an introduction discussing the importance of learning Nevi'im and Ksuvim. We brought in a few different Ramakimists, different sources, discussing the importance of learning Nevi'im and Ksuvim, as well as the different messages, the different lessons we could take out from our Limud. I just want to bring down two more interesting sources that I just saw recently. Number one, I saw, I was listening to Rabadi Yasef in a shir, described, and he said like this, he writes, Adam Shiyadeya Nevi'im Ksuvim Abarim, a person who understands Nevi'im and Ksuvim properly, Says Ravadi Yosef, one of the important things, one of the integral things that a person picks up from learning Nevim and Ksuvim, from learning Nach, is Yerushimayim. How many lessons, practical lessons, can we learn from every parak in Anach? And he says, unfortunately, people are mezazlim. He quotes the Gemara, that unfortunately, things which there are things which really are extremely important, and people, unfortunately, are mezazlim them. And he writes, Again, he said this in a shir. I'm just quoting the words he said in a shir. He writes that a person should be kaveh every day to learn a parak in Taira, Nevi'im Ksuvim, Vigam Bati Yasefer. He encouraged, Ravadi Yasef encouraged that they should learn Nach in Yeshivas as well. And he ended up by saying, The people who think that learning Tanakh, why should I learn Tanakh? I should learn things be'in. Learning Tanakh is a waste of time. It's Bittel Zman. You're making a mistake. Learning of Yimik Suvim is extremely important, extremely chashiv. He writes, so I used to give a share to his children, his grandchildren. A share in Tanakh, Pamayim, Yeshua, twice a week. When he learned it, it's a parak, Achad, and Kamadrashim, he would learn with them a parak twice a week. Radi Yasef said, Radi Yasef Zatzal explained that in the share which he gave over to his sons, he gave over to his grandchildren, he taught them the different lessons that we can learn from Nach. There's another beautiful Maramakim, another beautiful source. In the Nitziv, the Nitziv of Talitzi Berlin wrote a beautiful sefer called Kitmatza Emek. It's a sefer on the Shiltis, one of the Swarm written by one of the Gainim. So he has a Hakdama. The Hakdama is called Kitmatza Emek, and really, it's a really a beautiful, it's a fascinating Hakdama. And it's really a Hakdama in regards to the entirety of Tyre, Tarish Bixav, and very much focusing on Tarish Wapet, how Tarish Wapet was written, how it was given over. So in that Hakdama, one of the things he focuses on is the Limit of Nevi So I just want to pull out a few interesting quotes from that Hakdama. But first, he quotes the Medrash. The Medrash we quoted before. The Medrash says that a Tamil Chacham has to be Mikushetes with the Chavdal Tzvarim, just like a Kala, just like a woman who's going to get married is adorned with 24 adornments, so to a Tamil Chacham has to be adorned with the 24 Sifrei Tanakh. So he has a beautiful Pshah in this Medrash. says the Nitziv, he writes like this, the Talmud Chacham Tzarech Lies Zariz B'Chavta Al-Tzvarim. The Medrash says that the Talmud Chacham has to be, has to be familiar with the Tzvarim of Tanakh. Sheinah Kavana Sheibakim and believe Pishat Kamti Amikra. He says, of course, the, the Medrash doesn't mean that he just has to know the simple reading of the Pesachim. To Bezayim B'Mayel HaChachmasi. Because what does it help if he just can understand, he can translate the Pesachim? That's not the point of learning Mimuksuvim. V'dayim L'Kala Hanesis HaKishat Tzviyad HaKishem B'Kofalim. He says it's comparable 
to a kala who is holding all the jewelry in her hand and she's not wearing them. That doesn't make you beautiful. He says that's somebody who doesn't recognize the beauty in the jewelry. That a woman who just holds the jewelry in her hand, she does, clearly doesn't recognize the value of what she's holding, the jewelry that she's holding. And this comparable says in Nitzv to somebody who just learns Tanakh. He learns of Sukkim, he translates them, but he's not taking any of the practical lessons. He's not changing his life based on his limit. Ella says in its if so what does the Medrash mean when it says that Talmud Chacham is somebody who's mikushat, is somebody who's wearing the Chav Tzvarim? Says in its if Al Kavanah Shat Talmud Chacham Tzarich She Yitzaras Ladas Eich Eich Lepashit Aksuvim Lahaskamim Chachmois Umutzrim Umidus Tayvayis Lafiyah Nidrash. Says in its if what the Medrash is telling us is that a person who learns Tanakh, a Talmud Chacham who learns Tanakh the right way, is a Talmud Chacham who's actually changing his life based on his limit. He's learning Midas Tayvayis. He's learning Midas. He's learning Musar. He's learning Chachma. That's what it means. A person who's really Learning Tanakh the proper way. So that explains in itself that that's exactly the Medrash that a Kala who's wearing the Begadim, Sotu Tam Racham, who is wearing Tanakh, it means that he's, he's taking the, me- the lessons, taking the messages, and changing his life based on that. And he continues in the next paragraph and he writes, He writes that the lessons that a person is taking from Tanakh should make him beautiful in the eyes of Hashem and the eyes of people. He writes that a person who is living with the ideals, with the messages that he's learning in Tanakh, he's somebody who's going to create a Kiddush Hashem. Then a few paragraphs before then, he writes, again, another, another important idea in the limit of Tanakh. He writes... He says that the limit of Tanakh, the learning of Tanakh, and the, the, the writing of Tanakh was given to us not just for the simple reading of the Psukim, but to teach us says in every single Pasuk in Tanakh that we're learning has something hidden inside, whether it's a Said, whether it's Sisri Tava, something hidden in nature, whether it's a Dvar Musr, and says in Tzivim nearby Nenushu. Rick we call Dover. Let's say we come across a Pasuk, and it seems that it's not really telling us, it's just telling us simple facts. Says the Nitziv, Rekle Nenu Hakois Nerakane. Says the Nitziv, I'm sorry, Rakle Nenu Hakois Nerakane. Says the Nitziv, only to your eyes does it appear empty, because you are very weak eyes, you can't see really what the Pasuk is telling you. Yushalmi says that if it appears that the Pasuk is empty, that you don't see anything meaningful in the Pesukim, it's because you aren't able to see it properly. Yushalmi says, when does Torah become your Chayim? When does it become your life? When you actually work on it, when you delve deep, in, deep into it, that's when you'll be able to extract the lessons. And then it continues on, and he explains that every single part of Tanakh, the Chavdal Tzvam, are written, Baruch HaKadosh, B'Nevuah, and therefore they each have extremely important lessons, messages, and deep things which are hidden inside. So again, just an important idea to remember that even though certain many of the Pesukim sometimes just seem as if they're telling us basic facts, cities, different things, each Pesuk was written for a very specific reason, a very important reason, and we have something to learn from it. It's definitely an interesting Rambam, Marnabuchim, where the Rambam writes that sometimes the Pesukim will just give us details in a story, even though those details aren't so important, because that just makes the story more real, coming to life. But again, it doesn't necessarily contradict us. The Pesukim is telling us that each, each detail in the Pesukim, each story, each Pesukim has many deep things that we can learn from the Pesukim. So those are just some interesting ideas, important ideas that both the Ravad Yosef Zatzal and the Nitzvah and Zakdam are telling us that the limit of Tanakh, the limit of Nevim and Ksuvim, one of the important things that we, that we have to be doing when we go through the Limudim is to try to extract the lessons, try to take out the practical lessons to learn from the great Nevim, to learn from Klai Yisrael, 
how to improve ourselves, how to make ourselves better people. So that's something which we will continue about Hashem to do. Hopefully we're able to find some messages in Yeshua. And there, there's so many more that we didn't, you know, we weren't able to go through, but there's so many different important things. We learned about Avas Yisrael, the Chashivas of Eretz Yisrael itself, the Inyan of Achtas, Inyan of Haftuach HaKamaycha, Avas Hashem, Valachta Bedrachim, so many important lessons we can learn, and we Hashem, will continue to learn from different Nevi'im that we learn. Now moving along to the Inyan of making a Siyam, making a Siyam. So the question is, does a person make a siyum? Can a person make a siyum? A suda's mitzvah? Is it considered a suda's mitzvah? Does he say kaddish when he finishes a sefer in a vim? So this is definitely an interesting shayla. Let's just take a few minutes to discuss some of the sources in regards to the general, the general making of a siyum, and then we'll bring it down to the. Then we'll discuss specifically in regards to the siyum on Tanakh. So what is the makar? What is the source for making a suda's mitzvah when a person finishes a mitzvah? So it's interesting. This is something which Baruch Hashem is definitely a very popular minig. And it's something which is definitely something very important, but it is something which is not necessarily brought down in many different places in the Gemara. It seems that there's uh, the, the primary source is the Gemara in Shabbos of Kufi Tesman Aleph, where the Gemara writes that Abaya, when a Tamachach would make a Siyam, when he would finish a Mesechta, Abaya says, I would make a Yamtiv, I would make a big Suda for the entire Abaddon. And the Mepharshim over there point out, the Amshir Shalem about the Kama points out, you see he would make the Suda for other people as well, not just for the Messiah, not just the people who finished, because everybody in the Yeshiva was a participant, should join the Suda Mitzvah in the Simcha. Also, the Marshal points out that Abaya was Rosh Hashiva. You see that the Rosh Hashiva is in charge. He's supposed to be excited. He's the one who's supposed to be the one to take charge to make the siyam, the suda for his tambid. So the Gemara over there says that you make a siyam on a mesechta. So there the Gemara is telling us to make a siyam on a mesechta. The Gemara, this is actually brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, the Talmud Torah, Reish Mavav, the Shulchan Aruch brings down, Kishasayim Mesechta, Mitzvah Esmerich Lase, Suda, Vinikra Sudas Mitzvah, that the, the Shulchan Aruch brings down, this is the Indian to make a Sudas, uh, to make a Sudas Mitzvah, when a person finishes the Mesechta, and it's called a Sudas Mitzvah. There is another, so this is one Gemara, the Gemara brings down to make a Siyam, and that, that Gemara is referring to a, mesa, a Mesechta of Gemara. There's another important Gemara, the Gemara Baba Basadav Kuvchof, Aleph, Amit Aleph, where the Gemara writes that after Klai Yisrael finished bringing all of the wood on the Maracha, after they finished bringing the Eitz on the Maracha, they would make a Suda, they would make a party. So the, the Mukhi Yitzvah over there and the Mepharshim over there, the Rishayim over there explain the reason why they would make a Suda, the reason why they would make a big celebration is because when a pers- person finishes a mitzvah, that this mitzvah went on for a few months, and when they finally finish doing the mitzvah, that's a tremendous celebration. A person who invested himself, a person who put an energy into doing a mitzvah, he has to celebrate when he finishes doing a mitzvah. So that's another source that people quote, that the Achreinim quote for the Indian of making a Suda when a person finishes a Masechta, because since he finished an entire Indian, so he, sh- so he should make a Siyam, which is really a very interesting point that the Mepharshim point out, that the Achreinim point out, that a person, for example, could learn 150 pages, 150 dafim in a long Masechta, and on the other hand, he could, and he does make a Siyam, and on the other hand, he could finish 33 Vlad in a small Masechta and makes a Siyam. So what's the Pshat? So the Mepharshim point out, based on this Megasif, that there's, there's, there is this very important idea, this idea of finishing a Mitzvah, that you finish what you started, there's a tremendous Simcha, because one of the things the Yitzhahara tries to prevent us from doing, is the Yitzhahara says, you could start as many things as you want, you can continue doing as many things as you want, just don't finish, because there's a certain uh, excitement, there's a certain enjoyment that a person gets when he finishes something, and that's something that the Yitzhah wants to prevent us from getting. So therefore, when a person finishes a Masechta, a person finishes an entire Indian, then he should make a Siyam. So that's in Mukh Yasef. Again, this idea, a beautiful idea, when a person finishes doing a Mitzvah, he should make a Siyam. 
There is, you know, there are Marmachimists. There's an there's a important story with Ramesha Feinstein that Ramesha Feinstein once told somebody that after he finished a Daf Kumar, it took, somebody, it took somebody almost a year about Shuba to learn a Daf Kumar. He told him he should make it see him because, again, depending on the person, a person can get a tremendous simcha even when he learns a Daf Kumar, which is a point that Ramesha Klein and his makes that really technically every time a person learns, gets up from learning every day, he should make it see him. Every time a person learns a Daf Kumar, he should make it see him. But Ramesha points out that the minute is that we wait till we finish an entire Indian, an entire Masechta. So that's two Marmachimists. We saw the Gemara in Shabbos. We saw the Gemara in Baba Basha. There's another Medrash, which the Medrash quotes that Shleim Melech, when he got, when he was Zeichah to the Brach of getting all the Chachma, when he was Zeichah to the Makalish Brach, who taught him all the Chachma, taught him all the Torah, he made a Siyam. So the Medrash brings down, Mikan, from here we see that there's an Indian, when a person finishes the entire Torah, he should make a Siyam, which is brought down by many of the Rishayim. That is the Indian of Simchas Torah. Then at Simchas Torah, we make a Siyam, we make a big Suda to celebrate. The completion of the Torah. So the, these three sources, at least the, the Medrash is discussing making a seam on the Simchas Torah. So that's finishing Chamisha Chamisha Torah. The two other sources, one, the Nimuk Yosef, that Gemara was talking about making a seam on a mitzvah, and the Gemara and Shabbos was talking about making a seam on a mitzvah. So now we don't have any clear sources yet to tell us that a person should make a seam when he finishes a Sefer of Tanakh. There's an important Kasha, which I was learning with our brother in law tonight, of Sadr Gabba, and he asked this Kasha, why don't we make a seam when we finish Sefer Bereshis? Why do we wait till we finish the entirety of the Torah? It's interesting, I just saw it brought down from the Ali Tamar on the Yushami, one of them first from the Yushami and Megillah brings down, he asks this kasha and he suggests that since the Chamisha Chamisha Torah, the Allah is that in the Torah itself you have to write them as one, since they're really one unit, the Chamisha Chamisha Torah are really all one safer. Therefore, we don't make a seam unless we finish the entirety of the Torah. However, like we'll see soon, there are definitely sources which say, and the Ali Tamar himself says like this as well in Megillah, that you do make a seam when you finish one of these Sifrei Tanakh because each one of the Sifrei Tanakh are separate. And they can be written separately. Separately. So now the question is: Are there any clear sources which say that a person can and should make a seum when he finishes a sefer in Tanakh? So it's a very important pnei Yeshua. Let's take a look. The pnei Yeshua and brachas tafi zayin and Let's just first take a look at the Gemara. The Gemara brings down that when Rabbi Yechonah would finish sefer to Eiv, when Rabbi Yechonah would finish the sefer of Eiv, he would say an entire interesting drasha. He would say seif adam lamas, seif behem lamas. He would say a very interesting drasha, and he would end off. So he give this very interesting drasha when you finish the Sefer of Eiv. So the Pnei Yishu over there, a very important Marmokim, Pnei Yishu, one of the Achreinim of the Gemara, writes like this. He says, He says to explain this Gemara, When Rabbi Yechon would finish the Sefer of Eiv, He would make a big Siyam, He would make a big Suda, just like he says, We find him in Sefer Shabbos, that when they would finish a Masech, they would make a Siyam. So Kol Shekain says the Pnei Yishua, when we would finish Eiv, Kol Shekain, he would make a Suda Siyam. This is a clear Maramakum, a clear source. The Pnei Yishua was telling us that when Rabbi Yechonah would give his drasha, he was giving this drasha by his Suda Mitzvah that he would make when he would finish a Sefer, when he would finish Eiv. If you take a look at the Gemara, the Gemara brings down that Rabbi Yechonah would say, Asher Mishagad Batayra, I'm only Batayra, which if you've gone to the different Siyumim, one of, one of the many songs that I've seen that are sung by a Siyam is this specific song. So it comes out according to Pnei Yishua, it's beautiful because this is talking the song, this is talking the words would say by his own seam. And could be that's why Klaus will adopt the minic to sing the song by a seam. So this Panesh was a clear Maramakim to, to make a seam on a Sefer and Tanakh. However, there's a two, two Chuvas of Ramesha. Let's just take a look inside at the two Chuvas of Ramesha, which Ramesha, Ramesha address, addresses this Shiloh. The first Chuva is in Chelek Aleph, it's in Simon. Kufnun Zayin, the Shayel, Tamil Chacham, asked Ramayshi, he said, maybe from the fact that we see that the Medrash brings down that when you finish Kala Torah, when, when Klai Yisrael finishes reading the Torah, that we make a Siyam, that, that's in your Simchas Torah, so we see that you should make a Siyam. So Ramayshi says, that's not necessarily a Raya. Afshavada ain't a Raya Brua. De Kriyas Atarah Shu Kfiyas to Kala Yisrael Afshashani. Because he says, maybe Kriyas Atarah, which is the Kfiyas for the entirety of Klai Yisrael, that's a special Simchas, and that's where we celebrate Simchas Torah. However, says Ramayshi, Mikal Malkaim, 
says that even though this is not necessarily a proof, however, he thinks that the halacha is true, that this is in fact the case that a person a person should make a siyam, and it's considered a sudas mitzvah when a person finishes a safer of tanach. And he quotes the Rashbam, which is similar to the Gaisa that we quote above the Basra, that Rashbam says that when you finish a mitzvah, a mitzvah which took a long period of time, it took a period of time when you finished it, now that's something to celebrate. That's that's a tremendous mitzvah to celebrate. So therefore, says Ramesha, so to Avir, a person who spent time learning a savior in Tanakh, something which took him time, something which he invested energy in, he definitely should make a celebration as considered Sudas Mitzvah. And the Ramesha writes at the end, Vimkane Ramesha says, based on this Mikyasa, based on this idea, it seems that Allah would be a person should definitely make a Sudas Mitzvah. I will push it to Rakh Islam to Pirish Emmet, says Ramesha, a very important caveat. This we say a person should make a siyam when he learns the name and he's learning it somewhat in depth, he's learning with Mepharshim. Says Ramesha, that's only if he learns it, if he pirish emes. Shukah Rishainim. He says, you have to be learning Nevim Ksuvim with one of the Rishainim, with somebody who's an authentic Mepharshim. And not just if you just take any pirish, which is not necessarily authenticated. So Ramesh is telling us that when a person learns Tanakh and a person is making a Suda and celebrating, he has to make sure he's learning Tanakh properly with the proper Mepharshim and not just reading any book which discusses the Nyanam of Tanakh. I'm not sure exactly what Ramesh is referring to, but Ramesh does say that there are certain Sepharim, certain books on Tanakh, which I consider Megalim Panim Batarish like that, that describe, that give Pshatim in the Pesachim, which are totally antithetical to the to Torah principles, and that type of person, a person who's reading those books, should not really make a Tzim on Tanakh. So that's the first Tshuva which Ramesha has on the Indian of making a Tzim on a Sefer of Tanakh, which Ramesha seems to say pretty clearly that you should make a Tzim. There's another Tshuva, which is in Chelek Beis in Archaim, Simon Yud Beis, which Ramesha just adds a few more Aras. Let's just take a quick look over there. The Shoyal asked Ramesha, he said, I saw that you wrote the Tshuva in regards to making a Siyam, and you said that you should. Why did you bring a Raya from the Pnei Shu and Brachas? That we saw the Pnei Shu and Brachas seem to say pretty clearly that you make a Siyam on a an Eiv, that Rabbi Yechon made a Siyam on Eiv, so why didn't bring it as a Makar? So Ramesha responded that even though that seems like a good Raya, however, that's not necessarily a good proof because Rabbi Yechon, when he would learn Eiv, he, Ramesha writes, Shehu Lidresh Kol Tev of Eitz, the Kriv, Viksiv, Shazel Iker Teresh Wapet. When Rabbi Yechon learned Eiv, he wasn't just learning like learning the simple basic Pshah and the Psukim. Rabbi Yechon would learn the Psukim Be'iyan, he would learn as Teresh Wapet, he would darshan the Psukim and darshan the Kri and the Ksiv, and he would go Be'iyan into each Pasuk. So therefore, says Ramesha, that's not necessarily a raya. But again, Ramesha concludes the concludes the chuv by saying avladina habarki sham shigamzin nechshur sudas mitzvah sefer. And so again, Ramesha concludes that it, he does think it's considered sudas mitzvah, and therefore a, pers- a person should make a siyam when he finishes a sefer that he learned pi'ian a sefer of nach. So that's two chuvas of Ramesha, which Ramesha's psak seems to be pretty clearly a person should make a siyam. So again, based on this penishua, based on this Ramesha, definitely a nice source to make a siyam. There's another, there's a chuv from Rab Shlomo Kluger, one of the achrayim who lived in the 1900s. In Av Chashlema or Chaim Simon Shin Peivav, where he seems to write pretty clearly that a person can make a siyum on a sefer of Ksuvim as well, sefer Nevim Ksuvim. He says, "Val siyum is a novia achilah kachim lamun lefi tuma v'sayim al peyachaliyetz afil al siyum novia achilu katan bekapitloch." He says that if a person just if he's learning nach and he's learning lefi tuma, I mean he's not learning specifically to make a siyum, then he can make a siyum even on a small even on a small sefer. Avam lamun kdei liyetz. 
when he finishes a sefer of Tanah. There are definitely places who seemingly hold that a person should not make a siyam, a sudas mitzvah, when he finishes a sefer Tanah. I Meaning, not necessarily they shouldn't make a, a siyam, he should celebrate, but it's not necessarily considered sudas mitzvah. He can't say, he doesn't say Kaddish, doesn't, you're not allowed to eat meat, let's say, during the nine days. I believe Rabbi Nash clients that's how he that way. I think Rabbi Vad Yosef as well held that way. But again, this Ramesh is definitely important in our makam that a person can and should make a suda, he should make a siyam when he finishes a sefer of Tanakh and he should make a celebration. So as of now, we've been discussing the idea of making a siyam in general, discussing the idea of making a siyam, finishing a sefer of Tanakh. What about a woman making a siyam? So I spoke to a few Tomei Dachamim and they were telling me that there's not really any clear marmachimists, not many clear sources on the issue. I spoke to actually two from Jewish historians and they told me that they, think, they don't think there's any source on the issue because... The, the idea of woman learning, of woman finishing different masachs, different svarim, is only something which is more of a recent phenomena, and that's why we don't find any clear sources on the issue. If anybody has any more sources, we definitely would love to hear. However, there was a primary makam, a primary makam, an important source, brought down the Sefer She'eris Yosef. Who is the She'eris Yosef written by? It was written by a tremendous Tamachacham. Rabbi Yosef Warman Zatzal, unfortunately, I did not have the schutz of being, being acquainted with the Machaber while he was still alive. I only discovered his, that I only discovered his svarim. After he was Nifter, however, Rav Shleiman Warman was a tremendous Talmud Chacham. He was somebody who lived in the five towns. He was, he was Rosh Hashiva of Hank, one of the yeshivas there. And he was somebody who put out a, a really quite a few, quite a few beautiful svarim. He, he wrote five volumes of the Sheres Yosef. He wrote svarim on Pesach. Quite a few beautiful svarim. Actually, in Hakdama to this sefer, the Sheres Yosef, he has Hakdamas from quite a few of the Gedolim, from Ramesha Feinstein. Actually, Ramesha Feinstein wrote a beautiful Askama as well as I believe the Gare Rebbe or Pinchas Hirschbrung. Quite a few tremendous Tamei wrote beautiful Askamas to sefer. Again, not necessarily that they went through the entire sefer and are going to only to agree with all the psukim inside, but they definitely wrote some beautiful Askamas. So in his Sefer, Sheris Yosef, Chelek Aleph, he discusses this issue. And we're not going to discuss at this point, you know, whether women should be learning Gemara, shouldn't be learning Gemara, what they should learn, how they should learn, should they be learning Be'iyun, Be'kiyas. That is a discussion which we're going to have to turn to our Gedalim. And definitely there are a variety of opinions on the matter. And Eilu Veil, Dear Lekim Chaim, and each person has to follow the, the Mahalach, the Minig, or the opinion of the Rabbanim of their community. We are just going to discuss the issue whether they should make a seem or not. So Rabbi Yosef Orman, that's how writes in the Sefer, Sheris Yosef. Chelik Bez, he writes like this. If a woman is zayich to finish a mesach to be in a harei lechol apachas, kaim mitzvah talmud Torah, kaim mitzvah vayse. Says says the Reb Shlaim of Armin Zatzal that even though you want to tell me she's not mechuyiv in the mitzvah, but still she's mekayim mitzvah talmud Torah like a mitzvah vayse. Mekabel schayal talmud Torah shalom. Of course she gets rewarded for learning. Could be that there's also a chiyah for her to learn and it's considered mitzvah because she has an obligation to also know, she also has an obligation to know Torah. Definitely a very, definitely an important discussion, but not one that we are going to focus on yet. Says Rosh Hashanah, if we're correct, Rosh Hashanah, 
says the Sheriff says, if a woman makes a siyam when she finishes and she makes a suda during the nine days, it should be considered a suda's mitzvah, and her relatives who come should be allowed to eat meat, allowed to drink wine, kishar suda's mitzvah. Ukadarina Ramah, Barachaim. Ulam says, says the Sheriff says, if a katiyesh makum, the fact that he can roi, if you ask the Isha, it's nub, masel, asi, siyam, gam, legav, machem, shame, ne, besa. Says the Shlomo Mormon, in Yanni Tsnias, in Yanni privacy, maybe a woman shouldn't get up and make a siyam in front of men, which, are not, which aren't part of her nuclear family. Are part of our close family. Maybe a woman should do it in private, and therefore it says in Shlomo Mormon, maybe she shouldn't do it in front of other people. However, of course, she should celebrate the sim and she should do it in front of her family, and it is considered a Sudat's mitzvah. Says that this is all, this is what he thinks the Allah is. However, practically speaking, we have to look up to our Gedalim to give us Hadracha, to give us guidance on this matter. So, if anybody has heard the opinion of different Gedalim on this matter, whether, whether a woman, when she finishes a Masech or finishes a Sefer, if she should make a Sim or not, we definitely would love to hear. And he finishes off. How amazing is the generation that we have women that they're involved in their learning and they enjoy their learning and they're finishing He writes, it's an incredible thing that we have so many women learning and that they want to connect to Torah and they're finishing things in Torah. He writes, how lucky we are. And he, he writes, just like the Dar of Chizkiah, that the Gemara brings down, that even the women were familiar with all the Allah's of Tomb So again, he's telling us how beautiful it is that women nowadays have, are interested in learning and are involved in learning Tyra. It's just amazing because he's totally removing himself from the politics of it. He's not getting involved in all the politics and different considerations. He's just saying how incredible, how amazing it is that women are so interested in learning Torah. So this is definitely an important an important source. A woman who finished the Sefer in Tanakh, finished Yeshua, it seems that she should definitely celebrate, whether she should celebrate in private or public, that's definitely a separate discussion, but it seems that pretty clearly that she should celebrate, she should make a Sudas Mitzvah, at least for her close family. So again, just mazel tov to all those who finished Sefer Yeshua. Bezad Hashem tomorrow, we will pick up, beginning with Sefer Shaftim, Bezad Hashem. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.